0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to tonight's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Love Day to everyone. <clears throat> I am your host, Tanisha Terrence. We'll be here shortly. He had to run some errands. Um, today is February 14th, 2024, 7.10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in, um, especially on uh, today. I know a lot of people are going to be um, out with, with their uh, loved ones maybe having dinner or having people over, Um, so I'm grateful that you took the time to tune in. I'm not going to keep you very long tonight, but I did have a word to give you. I want to pray over um, those who have their hands up as I see you. So today what I would like, or tonight, what I would like to talk about, I know we're all used to certain scriptures, right, during uh, Valentine's Day or Love Day or whatever you call it. Uh, But the one that the Lord gave me, we're going to go into Luke 6. Let's start with verse 27. I'm reading it out of the Amplified. He said, and this is Jesus speaking. This is written in red. But I say to you who hear me and pay attention to my words, love, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies. Make it a practice to do good for those who hate you. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Verse 29 continues, whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other one. Also, simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity. Whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. So we're going to stop there. So when we talk about love, typically people talk about loving people that they like, right, people that they love, they care about, people that uh, add to them in a positive manner, right, that they can tangibly see as, as positive, people that they enjoy being around. But oftentimes we don't, when we talk about love, we don't think about people that are um, uh, hating us, right, <laughs> those who are cursing us. Those who are mistreating us, okay? Those who are striking our cheek, (coughs) excuse me, those who are uh, trying to take things from us. We don't think about that, but it's something that Jesus himself spoke about. And Randy was talking, he's been talking about it in a a sense or somewhat, like he's been touching on this um, this week. So if you haven't been listening to his shows, uh, I would highly recommend you listen to this week's shows. Um, this is a setup for our, for, for us to win, right? Loving our enemies, because one of the biggest tricks of the enemy meaning Satan is to get us caught up in the things that people are doing and saying and how they are affecting us in a negative way, right? Because he's not saying, uh, this is very specific, love your enemies, not just love people who don't like you. There's a difference between somebody not liking you and not really caring for you and a person being an enemy. So let's look up what is an enemy. Let's jump into there. If my phone works a little faster. Now I need to just start having like a dictionary. I have a lot of dictionaries. I need to just have like a dictionary book in front of me. Okay, so let's look up what is an enemy. Go to Merriam-Webster. Uh, so an enemy is someone who is antagonistic to, to you, right? Um, one seeking to injure, overthrow, or confound you. Someone who's harmful or deadly. Um, a hostile unit or force. So their uh, synonyms are adversary, foe, opponent, antagonist, and hostile. So somebody can not like you, and they're not trying to overthrow you, overtake you. They're not hostile. Um, they're not seeking to injure you just because they don't like you. An enemy is very specific. He, he's specific in his verbiage, and his choice of word is to love an enemy. So this is a person who is seeking harm against you. They don't like you, and they want to injure you, and they want to be harmful or even deadly uh, towards you. Um, and, and somebody can, when I say deadly, I'm not talking about taking your actual life, but of course an, an enemy can take it that far. But they could be trying to kill your dream, right? They could be trying to kill your character. They could be trying to kill your reputation. So there's more ways than one to, to, to be deadly. To be deadly is to, to try to uh, kill something. Right, It doesn't have to be your person, like you as a a human being. It could be something attached to you that they're trying to kill. You're you're trying to get a promotion. They're trying to kill your ability to get a promotion. So this is a person, an enemy of the person who, in addition to disliking you, seeks to harm you in some way, form, or fashion. And Jesus is telling us to pray. Let's read it again so more people just join. We're in Luke 6. We're starting with verse 27, and we're going to read it through um, verse 29, for those who just tuned in, and happy love day, or Valentine's Day, whatever you want to call it. I call it love day. Again, this is the words of Christ written in red. So this is Jesus himself teaching us this. He says, but I say to you who hear me and pay attention to my words, excuse me, love, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies. Make it a practice to do good to those who hate you. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other one also. Simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity. Whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. This is the instructions on what to do to somebody who's seeking harm right they want to take things from you right they want to take take your coat so he's like okay here, here's my shirt too uh they they, they want to strike you right they, they they hate you they curse you they mistreat you so he's he's giving some adjectives <laughs> to to things that enemies do it's the scripture that it's one of those scriptures you read, and you're like, yeah, and you're, you're all gung ho about it until you're put in that position. Like it's all fun and games until you have a legit enemy. And sometimes you think you have an enemy, you, you, you just because somebody doesn't like you, or maybe you know there's a coworker or something that doesn't really speak highly of you, and so you said, oh yeah, they're they're an enemy. No, there's specific things that enemies do. I personally did not know how it felt to have a, like, a for real enemy, a person that, like, didn't even know me, right, until um, maybe, like, six or seven years ago. And Terrence and I will go into detail about this. Maybe I'm I'm thinking probably later this year. We have, a (laughs) told y'all before, like, a lifetime movie worth of uh, information, like, what we lived through. But this is a person who literally was seeking to hurt me um, physically, um, hurt my reputation, to harm my children and uh, anything attached to me. And it was the first time that I really felt like I had an enemy. And, you know, of course, being a human being, the first thing you, you do is you get into uh, defensive mode and try to figure out, like, what what do I need to do to protect myself and all that kind of stuff? Um, and this is where the Lord took me, telling me to to, to love this person. I'm like, this person literally would throw a party in a parade if a Mack truck hit me. Like, what do you mean? How do you love a person who legit hates you? Like, not just doesn't care for you, but hates you, and you don't even know this person, but they're stalking you, literally. Like, I was being stalked Literally, like I had the, my local police department involved. Like it started off where this person came to my house, they showed up, and I was not home and tried to uh, kick my door down when my children were home, and then came back and threw a rock through my uh, my window, my my dining room window. And then we're circling where I was staying, like the parking lot where I was staying was camping out, following me like this was genuine stalking. And so a detective had got assigned because of the incident where um, they tried to kick my door down and had vandalized uh, my window. And the detective had spoke to the person and all that kind of stuff. And they lied, of course. Um, and I told the detective, I'm like, I literally don't know this person. Like, I, I don't know them. So the things that they're telling you is not true. I don't know them. To have like a back and forth risk, beef. They they have got like something in their mind, in their head about me. Like it's it's something in the fantasy or mental illness realm, but it's not it's not real. I don't know this person. And so the detective was like, okay, and then more stuff started happening. It's like anytime an incident happens, just call me and we'll make a note of it. And at one point, the detective, you know, they kept in contact with the person, became very concerned and told me, hey, um, I think it would be best if, if you opened a criminal harassment case against this person because they have an unhealthy fixation with you. And so I did. And so now there was a second detective assigned. So there was two detectives. As a result, so when I tell you, I had a a, a, a legit enemy I'm telling you this person was like not out to get me in my mind. They were out to get me for real, for real. Well, now there's two detectives assigned. Now there's several um, police reports um, made that I still have the report numbers and all that. Cause like Randy, I like to keep like things as evidence. Um, so oh, this was the person who really, like when Jesus says, do good to those who hate you. This is the person who hated me. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. This is the person who cursed me. You know, and literally would use the name of God to say God was going to strike me down and all this other crazy stuff. Um, pray for those who mistreat you. This is the person who mistreated treat, mistreated me. Um, was like literally harassing me. <laughs> uh Whoever strikes, should the cheek offer him the other cheek? I, there was no physical fight, um, but also trying to take things. Yes, this person tried to take things. So, the Lord at that time told me, "This is what to focus on: to love this person." And last night, Randy was talking about that, like how to, when you love your enemy, like how you can hate the evil things that they do, but you can't hate the person. But at first, I was finding myself hating this person because they were making things so um, so difficult. For me, And again, to this day, don't know them, you know, because to know somebody, you've, you've had conversations, you've had, you know, uh, time with them and that kind of thing to this day, don't have that. So I can't say that I know this person, I know of them, you know, I, I've got my experience with them and experience um, by way of other people that I know, but I can't say that I honestly still um, to this day, I don't know this person. <clears throat> but in my obedience because at first it was just driving me bonkers in my obedience to what Jesus is saying to to love a person i really understood what it is to love a person it's it, it's it's not based on how you feel right it's easy to love somebody that you like but what is love right one of one of the characteristics of love is it's 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 not selfish, right? It doesn't keep records of wrong. So I can't say, well, this person keeps doing these things to me, so I can't love this person because they keep doing these. Th- That's keeping a record. I can't say, well, I can't love this person because this person seeking, you know, harm to me and all this. That's, you think about you. That's selfish. So in that experience, God taught me how to truly love people by giving me an enemy. And telling me, hey, I need you to love that person because this is, you're making it personal to you, but this is, the action is showing that there's a bigger problem at hand. This is the person who needs somebody to really love them because they're surrounded by people who are condoning the things that they're doing, egging them on. These are not people who love them. But these are people that they might believe loves them because they're their friends and family but they don't they need somebody to really love them and that's going to be you and so i started to pray for this person you know at first begrudgingly you know probably not the best prayers but it it was a start and then i really started to um have sincere prayers because it started to hurt my feelings not because of the things that were that were being done to me, but because I started to see a, a very tormented person where I'm like, man, for this person to go out of their way to do these things like th- there there's got there's something going on like this person doesn't even realize they're being puppeted by the devil himself because the things that they were doing not just to me but even to other people that I knew were pure evil, like <laughs> evil things, and i'm like this is not there's no but, but would use the name of God." all day long to justify the bad things. So I was like, no, this is this is deeper. This is so much deeper than what they're attempting to do to me. I'm like this is, there's some something evil um, that's driving this person to do that and this is a tormented and tortured soul and I started to sincerely pray and even fast for this person and the Lord started to reveal things to me about their past um about their mental state and what was uh what 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 really was like where i was like okay i see what's going on here you know the i would have other people pray for this person and not give them any background like they had no clue i didn't say hey pray for my stalker you know i didn't say that i just said hey can you pray for this person with they had no context and they would pray and then they would, God would reveal to them the same things about them that he would reveal to me about their past or about their current state or God would tell me like things that were gonna happen in their life. He would prophesy, you know, about them. And then I would have other people pray for them and they would prophesy the same exact things. So I knew that, it, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm hearing you very clear. And I started to just make a, you know, make it a, a a habit for for praying for this person and 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 giving them true love that's completely unselfish it was like i mean of course there was things again as far as peace, but one thing that I learned in that experience too is that when God says no weapon formed against you will pro- will prosper that's so true. the weapons will form, but they they will not prosper so I learned about you know that scripture being so real even in that experience too, but I, I learned how difficult it can be to love your enemies, but that it can be done. It's just so an act of obedience. You know, you just gotta do what God tells you to do and know that it's serving a purpose. You know that that you know now in hindsight I'm like man, imagine God using. <laughs> The person that I legit, like, if I was in that situation, the person who whose guts I absolutely hate, and this is the person that's legit praying sincere prayers over me, praying for things to be broken off, praying for, you know, for peace for my mind, praying for me to be prosperous and things like that, praying for me to get it right, to have a sincere relationship. And this is what I was doing. I'm like, God, how much do you love us to where you even have our, you know, when we're in the wrong to have people, the the people that were wronging, pray for us. Because one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is is he'll get us caught up in enemies, right, to where we will now sow bad seeds. And we'll feel justified by it. Well, they're doing this. I would have been totally, in in human terms, totally justified by probably any action I would have taken. Because, again, it was just... uh, Hold on real quick. It was so... uh, outrageous. Hold on, Terrence is texting me and I need to respond to this. Okay. Um I would have been in the eyes of man, even in the eyes of courts and law, <laughs> I would have been justified in probably almost any action um I would have taken. But I was very mindful, like, okay, Lord, because sometimes the Lord will direct you to to handle something um, illegally. And so there's nothing wrong with it. Somebody's doing something and you press charges or, you know, whatever you're able to do within your um, power legally. So not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But in my case, the Lord did not tell me to do that. He told me that he had, um, he he told me what what was going to happen in the end. And it was confirmed several times by people who did not know who what God had told me how it was going to play out. So He was just telling me, "Hey, just pray for this person, love on them. Um, don't ignore them, right? Because like, um, let's go back here to Scripture. Um, when it says, uh, verse 29, again, this is Luke 6: Whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other." One also, and then it says, simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity. And so the Lord had instructed me with this person to literally ignore them, like offer no conversation, offer nothing. Because they were trying their best to get um, conversation out of me through text messages and things like that, calling from spoof numbers and, you know, Google numbers and all this kind of stuff. And the Lord said, give them, like, don't, don't speak to them. Not coming from a mean place, but just there was instruction like, don't, d- don't, don't, don't give them anything like silence. And so that's what I've, I've done and continue to do um, by direction of the Lord. So I can't say that it, it in the beginning was easy, but with time, it's definitely gotten a lot better. And so this is not a message that you're normally used to for Valentine's Day, right, or Love Day. You're love loving those who love you, loving God and all that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Not me, but the Lord himself, Jesus himself spoke on that. And this is something that we don't think about when we think about Valentine's Day. We think about stuffed bears and chocolates, right, and balloons and all this type of stuff. But <clears throat> I'm saying today to think about that. How have you been behaving towards somebody who has made you an enemy? How have you been behaving towards somebody that you just don't like? Do you pray for them? Do you unselfishly seek the best or higher good for them? Mm -hmm. Do you do good towards them? Like, these are things that we should be thinking about as believers because Jesus has instructed us to do this. And I'm telling you now that it works it will change the way you look at people. So I'm not telling you this just because the word says it. I'm telling you, I lived this. Lived it. And again, when when we're released to to tell our full story, it's going (laughs) to blow your socks off. Because like I said, the the outrageous things that this person was doing... (laughs) Many of you be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I have to just not do what the Lord said and repent later, or just I just face the Lord of judgment." Because no, you know, but taking it to the Lord and He's saying, "Hey, this is this is what you do," and it really changed how I looked at things. When things would would pop off, or things were said, or whatever, it was always something at some point. You know, I was just like, "Okay, let me just, just in prayer. This that that prayer is needed. Let me just pray." It even started to somewhat get comical. Because I'm like, it started to become like a pattern, like certain days, you know, of the week. <laughs> it was like, oh, it's it's this day. Here we go, you know. And um, in the midst of it, God really grew me spiritually. Um, I saw an increase in wisdom, which is something that I had been praying for. I'm always praying for wisdom. I seek it and, and understanding um, and I gained that through, through through when it was like really messy and really outrageous and really nasty. Like it had gotten really bad at one point to where I had to um, take off from work because I was really terrified to go to work, not knowing what this person was going to do, knowing that this person followed me um, and, and was renting different cars to follow me. Like I said, just crazy stuff. It got to the point where I had to seek a therapist, a Christian therapist, to to help me not be afraid to leave my house. So like it, it, like I said, this it wasn't like light stuff. It was it was it was heavy heavy stuff, and I was dealing with the other things on top of dealing with this this unhinged <laughs> loose cannon. Like I'm like, okay, Lord, do I need to you know, get a firearm, you know, like I I really did not know what to do um, to maintain my safety. And the Lord told me, you're protected. I remember I called into the show one day too, and I was really like contemplating um, getting a firearm and keeping it on my person. Um, I called into the show and Randy immediately started prophesying to me about protection. And how the Lord is protecting me, because I brought it to Terrence, and I'm like, I think I need to, you know, obtain a firearm just in case. And he was like, no, I don't, I don't feel it's necessary to do that. But, you know, I was, like, really scared. I'm like, I think maybe I need one, because I don't know what this person's going to do. They might jump out of a bush and, you know, attack me um, or my children. And Terrence was like, no, I, I really don't feel like you need to do that. But when I called him to the show that night, Randy went on and on about protection and how the Lord was protecting me, and I could trust that, and I could be, have peace, and Randy had no idea what was going on, like, no clue, so I did not obtain a firearm, but um, I started, again, seeing a, a, a Christian therapist to, to help me. God really used him to help me work through overcoming that fear, and really just trusting God, you know, to not be afraid, not to not allow that fear to prevent me from leaving the house, or you know, being very scared everywhere that I was going and like not not knowing if this person, because this individual had people following me too, like and would report things that they knew. Like it would say it was just completely, completely lifetime movie crazy. But nothing came of the things that they were doing. Like again, no weapon prospered in, in no way. Not even um the the attempt to damage uh my reputation, so uh God really he he really came through so all this to say, I want you to like really consider that and really do what the Lord is telling you to do. don't set yourself up to so bad see i'm i'm Probably, likely, if you are dealing with an enemy, it, it, it's not as bad as what I was dealing with. <laughs> so um, how much more should you be praying for people who are lying on you, people who, are, who hate you, people who are uh, cursing you and mistreating you? You Pray for them. It, it will change. Give God the opportunity to give you a, a true heart for people. Where, where if I love if I love you, I say I love you, which I love all of you. I'm I'm seeking what's best for you. There's nothing for me to gain. It's, it has everything for you to gain, and I can say wholeheartedly I love each and every one of you. I, I don't have to have met you in person or met you in any way, shape, or form, but if, if you're a human being, <laughs> I love you. And I, I learned how to love really by learning how to love an enemy and really to this day, seeking the best for this person and really wanting God to 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 do a work in them. Because I was like, and even me being able to see like the good qualities in this person, when I was just seeing pure evil, I'm like, man, if they're this like, if they're this hung up on like stalking me. And trying to take me down this relentless, like how much could they do for the kingdom if they took that same type of pit bull dog bite mentality to save souls, you know what I'm saying, or to, to do a good work in people or to be an example or whatever. I'm like, Lord, this is the type of mentality we need for the kingdom. Like people who are like, they're not going to stop. They're relentless. Because I tell you this person, I mean, years of madness, like would not stop. <laughs> Unlike a train whose who's, uh, brakes was broken. So imagine that type of person using that for the kingdom where they're like, I don't care what, what what's coming. I'm just going to plow through it and keep trying to win souls and, and minister the gospel. So, I mean, it got to that point because when you love somebody, and God starts to show you a person, starts to give you a heart for a person, you, you start even looking past the, the, the bad and seeing, you know, seeing good qualities, even though they're not, you know, they're not applying them towards you. They're applying those qualities for evil towards you. But you can see it like, man, well, we need this. We need this person for the kingdom, like for real, for real, because this person is churched and and knows of the word and of God, but does not have a relationship this person saying God told me to do these things and it's like schemey, scammy things lying and all that like oh, no I don't think uh, no I'm not even gonna say I don't think I know for a fact God didn't tell you to do that but um, and not telling them that just people who are saying hey this person said that God told him to do that I'm like mm, no uh, maybe the lowercase G-O-D but not the uppercase the God so a God is telling them to do that, but not the God, mm-hmm. not the uh, God of the universe. So they're they're certainly probably hearing a voice or, or you know, a legion of them, but it's not coming from the God uh, of all creation. So just even when that type of stuff will be told to me, just letting me know, hey, let me pray um, for, th- for the, them to be deaf to that, whatever God is speaking to them so that they can hear the voice of the true God. So tonight, I want you to assess how you treat people who, who you don't like, on this love day. How how you treat people who are actual enemies to you? Are you are you praying for them? Are you loving them? Mmm. Because Jesus says, love your enemies. Love them. I'm telling you, you're going to be a whole different person. I did not. I was angry at first, like. What do you mean, Lord? You, I mean, shouldn't we just, you know, get the courts involved and get this person locked away? And and the Lord's like, what I'm telling you to do is this, because I don't know if that's going to happen to that person in due time, if they continue doing that to other people. I don't know. But the Lord gave me clear instructions on on how to deal with that person, and it lined up. Food. hey, love on them, pray for them, you know um don't don't engage at all don't don't speak to them um leave 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 them to me, like be a priest over them, in a sense, and they will not be able to harm you, and He made good on that. God does not lie, so you have to remember that God <laughs> loves the people that you don't like, God loves your enemies and wants you to love them too. Because guess what? The prayers of the righteous availeth much. And so how much more should you be praying for those who are just dead wrong? Who are just coming at you and lying on you and trying to harm you and hating and they actually hate you? <laughs> like can sincerely tell people that they hate you. And when the word says, like, how how can you hate man who you see and. and Claim that you love God who you don't see, like, but we, we're we we're not, God doesn't call us to hate. He calls us to love, even our enemies, because getting caught up in your emotions when people are not treating you properly will set you up to sow bad seeds, and everybody around you will justify it. So you have to be mindful, especially when you're in situations like that. Every step needs to be mindful. You need to be going to God. You need to be seeking godly counsel. You need to be seeking godly wisdom. Like, am I doing this to retaliate or am I doing this because I feel led to do it? Every step I took during that was a God-led step because there were times where I did have to uh, uh, testify for cases that were not related to me concerning this person. And it was a God-like, God-like, yes, you're you're just going to tell the truth. Like you're not trying to take them down and all this stuff. Um, one, I was subpoenaed, so I had no choice. And one, um well, one I was kind of somewhat involved in because it pertained to one of my children. So I had to go and just tell the truth about things. But it was still like where God was like, yes, do this just as a bearer of of truth. So everything you do has to be where I'm not doing it out of a to retaliate or to be mean or to take you down. I'm doing this because out of love. Period. So think about that on this love day, because we're coming into a season where as believers, we're going to have people wholeheartedly um, try to come against us. And, and they won't know that they're doing anything wrong. They'll believe that <laughs> they're doing the right thing. And it's our job to love them, seek what's best for them, you know, con- con- get with the Father and say, well, how do you want me to handle this? How-, how can I be of service to you, Lord? How can I be of service um, to this person? Because now they're in my radar. You know, um, what, what is it that you want me to do? I'm going to pray for them, pray for them to see things correctly, pray for truth to prevail, pray for their ears to be closed, a lot like, but what, what do you want me to do tangibly? Like, what do you want me to do? And he'll tell you what you need to do. And when you do that, you know that it's for their good because when God gives you the instructions, right, the word of God says that he knows the plans that he has for you, right? Not plans for your harm. Even when God corrects you even when he spanks you, so to speak, it's, it's not to hurt you, it's to correct you, to get you in the right place. So if you get your instructions from the Lord, you know that what you're doing is not for this person's harm, right? Because God's not doing things for, for, for their harm. He's doing things to get them in right standing with him. But on the outside, you could be looking at it like, let's say God today and they just testified for this person so they can go to prison. Well, you might say, oh, well, that's that's harmful to them. No, maybe prison is what they need to get their mind right, to get them away from all the different things that's pulling at them and all the things that are influencing them. God knows what's best for everybody. You know how many people have turned things around because of being in prison? Some people have a false experience, but a lot of people have had real um Experiences with the Holy Spirit really turn their life around, and then have gotten out of prison and maintained it. And said, if it wasn't for prison, this I would never know, never known Jesus, because I was so caught up in the things of the world. So when we're getting our instructions for how to deal with people, again, it's not our place to say, oh, that would be harmful to them, just because it looks like a certain way. God knows what it's going to take. If if God instructed. Uh, Paul, to turn somebody over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh and the saving of their soul, while their flesh was being destroyed, somebody could say, oh, that's harmful. No, because guess what? That, that needed to be destroyed to save their soul. That's what's ultimately important, is the eternal soul. So if if, if God is using you to, to you know, whatever is going to happen with that person, if he's got to strip them of everything, strip them of their power, their money, their freedom, whatever... That's not him doing harm. That's him doing good to try to get them where they need to be with him. Because money and your freedom and all that, at the end of the day, <laughs> that doesn't really matter. If you're in prison for the rest of your life, but your soul is saved, your eternity is worth way more than your time here, your little puff of, of, of smoke time here on the earth. So let God tell you how to deal with people, but he's given us instruction in Luke on how to deal with enemies. He's told us what to do. But then when it comes to specifics, seek him. Lord, what do what 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 do I do in this case? What 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 do you want me to do and, and check your intentions? Right? Do doing good for those who hate you. Because sometimes it is good. Doing good is to help prosecute a person. That's good for them. May not feel good, but it is. So always be seeking God. But this is just something that the Lord put on me right before the show. He's like, you to know, talk about enemies and, and your experience. <laughs> i like, oh, my gosh. That's not what I expected for love day. You know, we think we're going to read about love is patient, love is kind, you know, on, on, on love day. But the Lord said, no, we're going to switch gears and talk about the type of love that people don't want to talk about, but they're still commanded to do. But I say to you who hear me and pay attention to my words, love, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies. Make it a practice to do good for those who hate you. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other one also. Simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity. Whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. That type of love we don't be wanting to talk about. That type of love has power. It has power because love overcomes everything. It really does. So before I start praying over you, let's, let's read about the love chapter, right? Like where we're used to. So because we say, well, love your enemies. What do you mean by that? Well, let me tell you. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 13. Starting with verse one. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging, a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but do not have love, reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each other, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades or ends. Hmm. This is what God is telling you to apply to your enemies. But guess what? Your enemies' plans, right? When they hate you and they're coming against you and they striking your cheek and they're doing all these things in, and the weapons that they're forming, those won't prosper. So they're going to do what? They're going to fail. But you know what doesn't fail? Love never fails, it says never it's not it's not a 50 50 like mm, this time it may fail and this time it... no it doesn't it never fails so when you apply love to hate what's gonna win in the end love it never fails let's look up the word fails and i'm gonna pray for y'all because the lord got me on the roll So fail means to lose strength, mm. weaken, to fade or die away, to stop functioning normally, to fall short, mm. love doesn't fall short, to be unsuccessful, Ooh, come on, somebody, love always succeeds. To, to, to disappoint with expectations or trust of, to be deficient, mm. love never lacks, to leave undone. Neglect so if you're not undone, you together, ooh, come on,, Mm-mm-mm. love doesn't fail, so synonyms to fail is break, so love doesn't break, break down, it doesn't break down, to crash, to stall, it never does any of those things. See that hate gonna run out eventually. That person's going to run out of gas. They own a full tank now. you know, But it, it only can get them so far. Love never fails. Whatever mission it's seeking is going to succeed. Period. It never fails. Because you know why? God is love. And God don't fail. So when you're dealing with people and you're dealing with them in a godly way, you will never lose. He will always win. And however God has to deal with them, it's on him. He's dealing with them how he sees fit, period. Will he move them out the way? Yes, he will. If they don't get it right, can and will he destroy them if need be, if he knows that they're never going to get it right? Absolutely. But guess what? That's not your call. That's his call you just been loving them and praying and, and, and leaving them without excuse to say, Well nobody was praying for you. now you're the person that you was coming against, they was praying for you and loving you. They loved you. And all these people you surrounded by, nobody loved you. Ain't nobody told you the truth. Ain't nobody but but I'm using that person to love on you. The real love. Not the type of off brand yellow wrap generic love that the world offers, but a real sincere love. I provided that to you through my servant, who you were coming against. <laughs> they they remained obedient despite what you were doing, so you're left with no excuse. Because here, here, this person is interceding and fasting and turning over plates on on your behalf with no nothing to gain. Whether you keep doing it or 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 or, or don't, just like Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego, when, when, when confronted by Nebuchadnezzar, they said, we're not bound down and even our God will save us and even if he doesn't, we're still not bound down to where this person saying, I'm going to love this person even if they don't stop doing these things to me. I'm still going to love them. I'm still going to pray for them. I'm still going to seek what's best for them. And that's not easy to do. I'm telling you it's not easy to do. I'm telling you this took years for me to master. Years. It wasn't when the Lord said, Tanisha, love this person. I'm like, okay Lord, and snapped and just did it. No. This took years, years. Where at first I'm just mad, and this that, and the other, and they we're like, no, mm, redirect. We're gonna do this, and I'm like, nah, you know, nah. This is this is this is not cool. It took years for me to get it to that point. It was not a right away thing. This guy had to work stuff out of me and show me things, and tell me, hey, when you're called for, when you have a certain call, you know. I'm I'm developing you through through the situation. I'm training you because of who I've made you to be. I'm using this. I'm like, well, I don't want it. (laughs) Take me off, you know. (laughs) Take me off the assignment because I don't understand the assignment and I don't want to. And the Lord like, no, you built for it. You could do all things through me, right? Because you could do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He 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 had to lovingly talked me through it. Like you, you got this, like you and your own power, might, you absolutely do not. You see how you over here foaming at the mouth and ready to fall out. But through me, you can. And show me that I can. I'm like, this person coming after my babies and stuff, like, no. And he's like, no, you can do it. Through me. Just follow me. Look at me. Don't look at the waves crashing. You're going to fall into that water. But if you look at me, you could walk on the water. You could do what you feel is impossible. We 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 as believers we have walk on water moments all the time when we focus on the Lord. We we do the impossible. That's what that God put that in there to show one that through him you can defy the the, the odds. You could defy the norm, right? It's not normal to walk on water. Have you ever tried it? <laughs> you look like a nut bag if you try to walk on water. It's literally liquid. But just showing that With him, you can do the impossible. Maybe you're not going to walk on water. Maybe that's not what looks impossible to you. But maybe loving your enemy, which looks impossible, you that's your walk on water moment. Maybe forgiving that family member that did some horrible things to you, maybe that's your walk on water. That's that's your impossible. Maybe obtaining something that seems light years away, maybe that's your impossible. But you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can walk on your water. You can have your walk on the water moment. And for me it was sincerely loving a person who sincerely hated me and wanted me and my family injured and harmed and wanted the worst for us without me having done (laughs) anything, me not even knowing them and sincerely hating me. So Everything that God instructs us to do is for our good. In, in hindsight, I'm, I'm grateful for being used in that way. Because even when you love a, learn to love an enemy, it's easy to love on you guys. It's easy. But I could love on anybody. I watch the news. I see all sorts of horrible things. I pray for people. You know, if people cut me off in traffic or flip me to bird or whatever. I I I could love on them. Lord, help them, whatever they've got, got going on. Because, you know, me me getting on the freeway shouldn't be having them spaz out. There's something going on with them. Let me let me pray for them and love on them. You know, I see somebody driving slow and getting on my nerves. Their car looks a little broke down. Let me love on them. Pray, Lord, bless them with a the new car. Bless them with a the repair, you know. It made it it easier for me to, to like for real love people. And I would not have had that type of love or understood real love had I not went through that real love that I don't have no reason to want what's good for you. I have every reason to want you to fall in the nearest ditch and not be able to get out. But I, I, my, but God has softened my heart. God has changed my heart to where, where I'm not thinking about me. I'm really just thinking about you. And really, sincerely feeling sorry for you because there's Jesus came and died to give you life and life abundantly, and you're not partaking of that. And you're, He, He died for you too. If it was just you, He would have did it. And I want you to, 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 to have that. Despite the things that you're doing to me and this natural earth, it ain't going to last forever. Every, everything comes to an end and my, my, my eternity is secured. So even if you bothered me for the rest of my natural life, you ain't going to bother me forever. You ain't going to bother me into eternity. But I want your time here on earth to be productive and fruitful and for you to flourish and win and for whatever hurt you, whatever is given an opening to the enemy for that to, to heal. I wouldn't even understand all that had I not went through it. So if there's somebody that has made you an enemy and maybe you haven't been handling it correctly, and you know what, you're you're a person. We we, we all gonna make mistakes. You can you have the power to change your mind. So you know what, I'm gonna do it Jesus' way. I don't care what my family and my friends or what everybody's pumping me up, I'm gonna do it his way. I choose to love. It's a choice. Choose to love your enemies. Choose to love those who hate you. -hmm. Choose to love those you don't like. Sometimes we don't even think about praying for those we don't like. Well, they're not technically an enemy. Oh, okay, but still pray for them. (laughs) They ain't trying to harm me. We just don't get along. Okay, but still pray for them. Pray for people you cut off. It's just not good for you guys to, to deal with each other. Still pray for them. When you can pray sincerely for a person that hates you, you could pray sincerely for anybody. Like, it's nothing to me. Like, it's, it's second nature. I just pray. Like, I see stuff going on. I let me pray for them. I see somebody struggling. You know, I'm at the grocery store. I go to the grocery store almost daily. A person struggling to, to cross the street. Somebody with an oxygen tank. It don't matter what's going on. I pray for people. And, 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 and I'm sincere. I'm not just throwing away a uh, prayers. I know my prayers avail us much because I'm I'm the righteousness of God. You're the righteousness of God. These people need you. They need your righteous prayers because they're probably surrounded by people who are not righteous. They might be surrounded by people just like them. Prayers ain't even leaving the ceiling. Ain't reaching nowhere. Just disintegrating the minute they leave their mouth or their mind. Meanwhile, your prayers get right to the throne. So pray for people. Let's do a collective prayer. then. Pray over you guys before my time runs out. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you for tonight, and thank you for giving us this word about love. It's it's not an easy word. It's not easy for us to swallow. We don't think about we don't want to think about doing good for people who hate us <laughs> and are trying to harm us and take us out. It's not an easy word, but it is your word. You didn't you didn't suggest it. You told us it's a command. You're telling us what needs to be done. You're telling us what to do. So give us the obedience to do it. Because it, 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 it's, it's fail-proof. Love doesn't fail. Even when it feels like you're failing. It doesn't lose. Even when it feels like you're losing. But we know that feelings aren't facts. But your word is. Your word is true. How we feel may or may not line up with the truth. But we want to be pleasing in you. We want to stand before you one day and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the word that we desire to hear. And if if, if dealing with the enemy is, is the cross that we have to bear, then we, we take it. We partake in the sufferings of Christ. And we know that it's working out for our good, and we know that it's part of The plans that you have for us, not to harm us, but that have an expected end. So we either trust you or we don't. We don't get to pick and choose what to follow, even though so many of us do that. I'm going to follow this. I ain't following that, though. We don't get to do that. We're all in. We want to be sold out to Christ. We want to be slaves to Christ. What he tells us to do, we just do it. Because we know that you know what's best for us. So help us to walk in love every day, not just when we feel good or around people that we care about. We like being around them. They're fun company and they're funny and all these things and they give us good wisdom and, and good advice. Let so just be praying and loving those who we don't like and who don't like us and those who even hate us. They need us. They need our righteous prayers. They need somebody to show them something different. They need to see what a, what it means to be a, a real a, 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 a real man or woman of God. Where they're like, man, I, I keep trying and what what is it? What is it about them? They, they're not doing this. They're not engaging. They're not retaliating or arguing with me. They're not doing no 'cause because it's, it's Christ in me. Maybe they haven't seen that in real life. Maybe they haven't experienced that and we're the only people that they really see that truly serve you, the true believers, not the ones that just hoop and holler on Sunday and just be devils Monday through Saturday. let see what it means to really live that life that you can't break. You can't break a, a, a real man or woman of God. Maybe they need to see that. Maybe it's what they need to turn it around, whatever it is, Lord, but help us to submit to your word and your teachings so we can be more like you every day. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Over you all individually, let me get my notepad because I've got 22 minutes. And I know last week we, the Lord just had us give a word the whole time. Um, so I want to get everybody tonight, especially with this fresh word on love. I want to have the opportunity to love on you, how God sees it for you to be loved on. So I'm just going to unmute you, get your name, mute you back, and pray. All right, let's start with the first caller here. I already know who it is, but 610969. You there? Hello, oh, I'm sorry. I... Lisa, <laughs> how are you tonight?
2: Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm number one. But all I want to say is pass the plate, pass the collection plate. Because that was on point. That was on point, on point, on point. I received it. Oh, my goodness. And it was a it was long time word for me. Mm. And um, it helped me. It helped me because, you know, like I know things. We know things like in our, our minds and we even speak these things, but it like something happened where it broke through the anointing, obviously, cause the anointing breaks the yoke, but it broke mm-hmm. through, um, for me, cause I'm dealing with personal enemies and I'm like, yo, not like you, but I'm like, yo, what's, what's, what's good? And sometimes the enemies be in your own household. Oh, yeah. So, and we know it's, it's, it's not them. It's the spirits. Mm -hmm. It's the spirits that are operating. So thank you so much. I know you want to, we're not going to talk, but thank you so much for for your obedience and and sharing that word. And yeah, it's like the Valentine's Day, the love day. And that was like a a word from the throne room because I was like, yeah, God, we got to love our enemies. Mm hmm so I and mean, I read and I've been asking him, girl. I've been asking him, show me what it is to love. How do I love them the way you love them? Because it's like you know, you know, you know. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's yeah, it like be, yeah. especially when like the the when we're getting attacked and pummeled mm-hmm. and pummeled and lied on and mm-hmm. all kinds mm-hmm. of things. Like, and we, like me, especially, I'd be knowing it's demonic, like I can see it, and I'm just like, oh, how how do I love the person and hate the demon, you know, right. and, and um, do the spiritual warfare that is necessary with the authority of Christ, but also with the compassion of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so he's teaching me because, you know, I got I got set free from that people-pleasing thing and that whole, you know, dysfunctional love. So now it's like another level. Like, okay, you still got to
1: love, but it's the godly love. Mm You know? How he loves us. So thank you. How many people curse God daily, don't think about God, and he still loves them. Like, when we love our enemies, we really are understanding and seeing a whole different way of of, of have a a better understanding of God himself and how he loves people. People who hate him. People who, you know who curse his name, people yep. who try to steal and, and take away and try to represent Jesus and not represent Jesus, like, and he still
2: loves him. That's the word right there. I caught that.
1: Yeah, like represent so, him. Yeah, they're trying to represent Falsy. him. Falsely, falsely. Mm. like even during the Super Bowl. We knew there was something demonic going on, Terrence and I, and uh, there was some commercials that really came off as very sincere. Um, to yep, those that heard. who have, and, 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 you know, a, a, a sensitive spirit. Mm-hmm. It was representing Christ and not representing Christ. And uh, yeah. a lot of people are, will, will, will be fooled because this is what we're coming into, especially as we're getting closer to the Antichrist coming into power and, and making himself known. He's going to represent because he's coming with that false prophet they're going to represent yes even with the, uh, the uh, saying, you know things about the lgbtq marriage and things like mm-hmm. that and he's trying to represent jesus and not represent so we have to be mindful of that and and this is and god loves these people he died for these people who are still putting dirt on his name it's like they mm-hmm. did when they strung him up on that cross they 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 was lying on that man's name yeah they know not what they do, yep, That's we're love. supposed
2: to fellowship in the suffering, and I'm like, okay, how are we do that? Like we're really supposed to in, in, embrace that we're fellowshipping in the suffering of christ. it's like a it's a, really a promotion to um to suffer as Christ suffered. So it's like a a maturity and a growing. Like you said, we're in this training ground. So Mm -hmm. that's what is, that was, you know, I'm just like, oh,
1: like I'm immature, Lord. I'm immature. (laughs) I I found out how immature I was. Help
0: me to rejoice.
1: (laughs) I I found out how immature I was when I first got that in me. Like literally. I I thought, you know, I've been serving Christ for years. I got this. I'm strong. It's all fun and games until you got to walk that word. Right when the person is oh, like legit trying to harm you yes like
2: and your baby bump that, your baby, that, that. You. Your baby? <gasps> trying to, hit, oh trying to kick goodness. your door down
1: and get to your kids following your, your kid after school putting, trying to put literal legal charges on, on your child that could ruin their life and God said yeah. hey, I, I, I want you to go on and love them and I was like, I'm not that mature like, I'm uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I'm not and God said yes you are you got it in you let me let me pull it out let me water that because it's in you and then you're dealing with all sorts of other stuff on top of that job loss death of my mom um, financial things like I was dealing with a lot so I my, my plate was full my plate had cracked one thing after another right yeah you know, it felt like a just like when does it end you know like it, it, it's like yep. a hurricane of just of, of ignorance and stupidity and, and things that were not Fun and cool, and the Lord's like, no, you got this. You know, through me, you got it. Like, you 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 can handle this. I'm like, Lord, if if you're trying to break me, then just break me and send me home because what, yep. what is this? Yep, yep. <laughs>
2: oh no, my goodness, I I feel you. I feel you. It's not the same scenario, but it's the same like detrimental, severe warfare on that like on that level that is testing mm-hmm. us on every level. You know, so I yep. I feel you. Real quick on the um on the false. On the false uh, Jesus that they're 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 to kind of present. I was reading about it earlier because I was uh, going over discernment. Um, it does the scripture, and it hit me different. It was the scripture when they when they um who was it when they try to give you another Jesus
0: because mm-hmm. it's
2: really it's really it's really 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 like really prevalent right now. You know with the um doctrines of demons and just the deceiving spirits operating. And then Mm -hmm. um, when Paul was talking about, they're trying to give you another Jesus. So I was like reading that in the different translations and getting revelation on that on, on like, yeah, it's all around us. Like just, it's so crazy because, you know, we're always taught. Well, I was taught to test the spirits by Jesus is Lord and all that. And, Mm -hmm. It, not anymore. Not anymore. We need the gift of discerning of spirits because some of these, there's so much mixture that some of these um, oppressed or deceived people, or maybe they're outright. Some some of them are outright, you know, deceivers given over mm-hmm. to the dark side imposters. They will use the name of Jesus. They will prophesy. They will pray. They will preach. It is mm-hmm. crazy. So it it's is. like okay, but what what Jesus? Because. There's a different Jesus too being represented, you know, and, um, some people are, some people are just deceived themselves, um, because of how we've been taught, but thank God. I say thank God for the Holy Spirit. That's my main thing. Like, like thank God for the Holy Spirit. We have a choice to yield and submit to the Holy Spirit, seek God, like the scripture says, and he won't leave us deceived. He will not, God will not let us be deceived if we're willing to, um, to have our whole world shaken and our paradigm shifted and our eyes open, we will be um, informed and enlightened. Mm -hmm. And this is where it comes in. Then are we humble enough to speak, oh, you know, I was wrong in that, you know, and be willing to walk alone sometimes because maybe everybody else is following the crowd and everybody else is believing the hype, you know, so... I'll let it go because you got to pray for the other people. But, oh, I love you guys so much. Happy Love Day. I I forgot it was Love Day. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot until you reminded me. But now we know what real love is. Love is loving our enemies.
1: That's true love. That's true love.
2: That is true love. It's easy to love. What did they say? It's easy to love the ones that love you back or the lovable ones. But these unlovable ones, whoo, honey. That, means that You got to lean on God then. You have
1: to. There's no other you really way. It, you really do. Because so, you'd be feeling like Jesus when he was sweating blood. Like uh, if this cup off. How do oh, you do uh, it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. Okay, Lord, it's your will for me and your command yep. to love this person. Because you feel like that. You feel like you're about to sweat blood. Because you're like, but they, but they, and then you but they to death. Mm-hmm. But they, but they, he's like, okay, love them. But, but you don't see what they do. I see it. Love them. Pray for them. They they need you. They need your prayers. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we could do it with an
2: act of our agency and will. And you can look that up. Act of agency. That's a, a um inner healing technique if you if you cannot do it like and you're being fake because i fake the funk too but then you make a decision you do it with the act of your agency and will you choose to submit it to god and then mm-hmm. god will show you he you lean on him and then he will show you how he will he will just step in so mm-hmm. that is the key when if anybody's listening that's struggling in that listen just Say, I, I make a decision with the act of my agency and will, and I choose to forgive, and I yeah. choose to love this person. Now, child, to show me how. Now, I'm asking you, Father, to show me how to love and walk it out. We're walking yeah. it out. And then you get on the PGN line, and you get a whole message for your prayer earlier today. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah,
0: hallelujah. <laughs> That's how it works.
2: Hallelujah. Okay, thank you, sister. Thank you You're so welcome. much. And give
1: my blessings and greetings to your man. I will. All right, let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for Lisa tonight. Thank you, Father God, for giving her a confirming word on on what she needs to do and what she chooses to do. And thank you, Father God, that she's going to see the fruit of her obedience, um, That that as she sows love, love will be sowed into her. So um, I just thank you for that. Just uh, multiply the love that's already in her uh, for for all people, even those who are coming against her. Give her peace, Father God, and give her um, clear, like, instruction on what she needs to do. I know that that was so helpful to me um, during that time when things that got really crazy, just having that clear instruction and knowing, hey, this isn't going to last forever and this is, it's working out for my good and there there is um, good in this, even though it doesn't feel good, but there's, it is a good, I'm doing a good work, even though I, it doesn't feel good. Everything that is good doesn't feel good. Um, but give her the clear instruction and just the peace that she needs, Father God, and thank you for the multiplication of love in her life. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's go to the next caller here. Nine, five, four, five.
2: Hi, this is Carolyn.
1: Hey, Carolyn, how are you tonight?
2: I'm well, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm good. Haven't spoke to you in a while.
2: Yes. I seem not to get through each time, but I'm happy to have been on. Yeah,
1: I'm glad that you got through tonight. All right, well, let's pray for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Carolyn. Father God, we thank you. For, for her really uh, filling your love for her and, and knowing that you' you're for her. Uh, Word of God says if, if God be for you who could be against you it's it's not a question it's a statement right it's, it, we, we, we sometimes ask well, well well who like who could be against us anybody could be against us but the reason why you present that statement is um, it, meaning who like who are they? What type of power do they possess? When Moses went to Pharaoh and said, um, hey, uh, God told me to tell you to let the people go, Pharaoh said, who, who is who is your God? Who Who is he? And the response was the plagues so that they would know that I am God. So when you're saying who could be against you in your word, it's not a matter of the person. It's the matter of the power that they don't possess. Because when you're for us, it doesn't matter who's trying to come against it. They don't, there's no real power in it. So help Carolyn to feel that father God, for her to know that you are for her and nothing that comes against her has any real power. It it doesn't even have any real significance. You'll just orchestrate it in her life and use it for her good. Everything's used for her good. And she's gonna really see that and really feel the love that you have for her. So we thank you for that. Let that be done in Jesus name. Amen. Next is 919-292. Who am I speaking with?
3: Hello, um, Tanisha. This is Shaquella. How are you doing? Hey,
1: Shaquella. I'm doing good. How are you tonight?
3: I'm doing great. I
2: can't complain. I
1: know that's right. I'm glad you called in tonight.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Shaquella. Father God, we thank you um, for, for, for her, even this message resonating for her um when when people uh don't like you right uh it could be in the workplace it could be with family it doesn't matter um for her really understanding what what is it going to take um i had a, a situation in um my job that i worked before i left california and i had a manager who really like came against me hard <laughs> And I remember asking the Lord, like, what do I do? Do I go to HR? Do I do all this? Like, what do I do? And honestly, just being in tune with the Holy Spirit is what stopped all the shenanigans. You know, um, God will, will, will show you how to deal with people who don't like you. I can't say this woman was an enemy or that she hated me. She just didn't. She was mad because I had befriended somebody that she didn't like. And so she wanted to take it out on me and she just so happened to be my manager too. So um, she went to punish me for befriending a person that she did not like. Um, but God strategically showed me how to deal with it and um, on, in the workplace. Because of course there's always things, people always have systems, right? We, we live in a world with human systems. We have workplace systems, right? We have court systems. We have uh, legal system. There's all these systems that we deal with, um, but we're in this world where we're not of it. So, of course, when we're dealing with something and there's a conflict and typically systems have something in place on, on how to deal with um, conflict. Of course, as a human being, our natural response is to follow the conflict uh, resolution of of that particular system. but as kingdom citizens, we always take it to the Lord and say, how do you want me to deal with this? How do you want me to deal with this person or this situation or whatever the case may be? Because God knows what's best. He knows what's going to be effective. right? And that's what we want. We want to be effective. We want results. We don't want to just be doing something. right? Because I hear all the time, I'm just going to have a paper trail or just you know, what is that doing? though? No. Like, I want to be effective, not just have a paper trail, unless God is telling me to do that. And if he's telling me to do that, it has some sort of, it, it will be effective. But God's going to show you how to deal with people, all people, people who like you, people who don't like you, people you like, people you don't like. He's going to lead and guide you on what to do, how to deal with each and every person. Like when I tell you this manager that tried to come against me, I was always a million steps ahead of her. Like God will tell me to do something and I wouldn't even know that she was trying to make a move on something. But what I did counteracted in advance, like what she was trying to do, like so it got to the point where I didn't even care the type of stuff she was doing because I knew God had my back. I didn't care. I'm like, okay, you can do what you want to do because God God is leading my, my moves. So whatever you do, that's on you, but it's not going to um, be effective. And, and in me um, doing that, it really, like, flooded her out to where she ended up having absolutely no power, nothing over me because I, I, I took the God path. So God's really going to show you how to how to deal with people, like in, in, in people who are in close proximity to you, right? Like family, um, co-workers, going to teach you how to deal with them to where you, you, you know, you're still loving on them and all that, but where they're going to even know, like, man, something about her, I just can't touch her. Let me just leave her alone because she seems to always be like in the know of what's going on even though nobody's telling her, because nobody was telling me what was going on with, with said manager. Like I remember we had like a little message system, kind of like um, like a WhatsApp type system where we could message each other, um, any employee of the company. And, of course, we would use it even for our friends. Hey, I'm going to take a break in 10 minutes. Join me, like if they're in a whole different side of the building or whatever. Well, we weren't supposed to do that. They only wanted to use that messaging system for like official business. And I used to use it just like everybody else. It just it, I wasn't abusing it. I would just be like, hey, you know, meet me outside in three minutes or, hey, I'm going to the cafeteria, to meet you there. It was like very innocent messages like that. But nonetheless, we were not supposed to use it for that. Well, the Lord had came to me and said, stop using that system, like today. So I did. And so my coworker would be like, hey, you didn't message me and tell me you were going to lunch. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to start coming up to your desk. And they're like, well, yeah, but I could be on a call or anything could be going on. Now i got to wait five minutes. So now we can't take our full lunch together. And I'm like, yeah, but this is just what I'm doing from now on. Well, I found out later that she had ran the system on me to check to see if I was using that, that system to, to conduct non-work-related business. And if she would have found me doing that, I could have gotten very big trouble, even though the messages were completely innocent. You know, that they're just like literally stuff like, hey, let's go, let's, let's hit break in two minutes or whatever the case may be. Um, But the Lord told me to stop doing it before I found out that she had ran that system on me because I found out she ran the system after she had ran the system. And she had did it several weeks after I had already stopped using that system. So when, when and it was driving her nuts because she's like, I know she'd be using it, but this system was like fail-proof that, Flush the computer. It could tell, like, every keystroke that you made on your computer. But, again, God had me always a million steps ahead of her because I, I dealt with her the way God told me to deal with her. I, I didn't even confront her about knowing about the things that she did. So, this is what God going to do with you. He's going to teach you how to deal with people to where you're not even worried about them. I of she you the system on me, and I was like, God had already told me to stop using that, so I'm good. Like, I, I didn't care about what she was trying to do or not do. Because I was always ahead. So, Lobe, just thank you for, uh, Shaquayla, thank you for giving her ear to hear what you're saying and, and, and doing what you say to do. And following your instruction. Yeah, sometimes, yes, you will have her use the systems that are in place, but um, ultimately it's always about what you tell her to do, how to deal with people. And, and to where people will be like, okay, because there's something about her where I just can't get her. Um, and, and, and that's how sometimes just dealing with them, in a godly way, and they've seen it, it are being ineffective, and now they're exposing themselves, they leave you alone. So, thank you for that. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Next, 225-454. I to to next. Hi, I'm Karen from Louisiana. Hey, Karen. How are you tonight?
2: I'm good.
1: How are you? I'm good. Glad that you called in. Thank Let's you. pray for you, Karen. Heavenly Father, thank, thank you. you for, you're welcome. I thank you for Karen. Um, I thank you, Father God, for for using her as a force, a force uh, to those around her. For her, that you're using her to to show people what true power is. A lot of people think that there's power in titles, um, in in who's backing you and that sort of thing. In, in a in a human from a human standpoint, but I thank you, Father God, that you're going to use her as an example to those around her that real real power belongs to to you. That's true power anything else is a false sense of security a false sense of power because as quickly as they obtained it you can take it that you have the ability to strip to strip people of anything anything um, so i thank you father god that that she's going to be used as an example to show where the real power lies um, sometimes when people try to to flex their power on us it, it can feel intimidating um, but I, I thank you, Father God, that she's going to see it like a David in, in, in Goliath moment that, okay, yeah, Goliath was physically stronger than David. I mean, that just is a given. He was a giant. He was a, a, a warrior. So David was a small boy, wasn't even yet a man. So just, we know that he was physically stronger. So he possessed more power in in a natural, but. David had the power of, of God and the direction of God to how to squash and take down the, the the earthly power, the spiritual power of 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 knowing and understanding what to do took down the earthly power and showed that power belongs to God. So I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use Karen to show people that. Doesn't matter what type of muscle people have behind them or backing and all that kind of stuff, real power. Uh, belongs to you. And thank you for that. And give her peace in every situation that she faces to know that she's got the real power backing her up. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Next is two five one two two nine. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Sarah calling from Alabama. Hey, Sarah. How are you
2: tonight? Hi. Hi, Prophetess Tanisha. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I had surgery on February the seventh, and I'm just doing good. I mean, <laughs> little okay. things here I have to take care of, but that's about it.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you called in. Let's uh, let's pray for you, okay. Heavenly Father. We just thank you for Sarah, Lord. Thank you for the rapid recovery. I thank you, Father God, for uh, the restoration of health in every area of her life. Lord, I thank you that you, you even use this, uh, um, everything that she's experienced, this, this experience, even with having surgery to minister to her, everything will preach, um, and that you're using it to, to, to show her even areas of her life that require surgery, um, because she'll heal, she'll be better, but, um, Sometimes we need like a, you use a physical illustration to show us something that is going on in the spiritual or that will go on in the spiritual. Sometimes we don't want to have surgery. A lot of times we don't, (laughs) unless something's really bugging us. You know, we're just tired of it. We're like, you know what? No, I'm tired of this bothering me. Let me just get the surgery done and get to healing. Um, But a lot of times people avoid surgeries. They don't, they don't want to have surgery. They don't want to be cut on or they don't want to be down for the count where they have different uh, fears of, of what can happen as a result. Um, so it's different for everyone, but most of the time people don't want um, to, to have surgery. Nobody wants it, but sometimes people even try to avoid it. But it's, it's for the most part, it's for our, our benefit. It's, it's helpful. And I thank you that you're using this experience to illustrate uh, the spiritual. That, okay, yeah, you can have surgery in the natural, but you can also have surgery in, in, the, in the spiritual. And sometimes it's like a regular surgery, it hurts, right? We don't feel it while we're going through surgery, but we certainly feel it afterwards where you could tell where you've been cut and all that kind of stuff and it hurts. But one day it doesn't hurt anymore because you're going through a recovery. So thank you, Father God, that all the areas that she needs to have spiritual surgery, that she will submit them all to you so that you can do the work. And that even if it's, it's sometimes painful to, to, to bring things to the forefront, that it, 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 the truth is what makes us free. It, so it brings a, a healing. So thank you, God, for healing her in every area that needs healing in her physical body um, and in her spiritual life as well. Let that be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Next is three one five eight eight four. Hi, can you
3: hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you.
3: Oh. Hi, this is Kiara from New York.
1: Hey, Kiara, how are you tonight?
3: I'm good. I was just on the treadmill listening, then I heard my name. Okay,
1: I know that's right. I was on the treadmill earlier too. You got to keep up that physical fitness. <laughs> I'm telling you, you feel
2: so much better.
1: Yeah, that is the truth. Let's pray for you, Kiara. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for Kiara tonight, Laura. thank you, uh, one that she is, is is take she takes her health serious. Um, so many of us in the body of Christ, we need to all be on treadmills. <laughs> we need to keep our bodies healthy so that we can be around to do the work that you've assigned for us. And so many people don't think about that, that we have a obligation to our health. I uh, thank you, Father God, that that, that, she, that spills into every single area of her life where she um, does the work required to to be uh, fit and healthy in every area of her life. Uh, I thank you, Father God, that you will, will show her the areas that that need a little fitness. We all need a little fitness in certain areas of our life i know that there's some things that i'm working on that i need to be uh toned up and tuned up so we always have something right there's nobody that's perfect and that's doing everything right and so i thank you lord that you're showing her the areas that need that need a little fine tuning and that she's going to do the work that's required to do it because i know i'm on my treadmill and i i know how it is to you got to really be dedicated to to being on that treadmill after a couple of minutes sometimes Depending on how fit you are or are not, you're ready to get off, but you push through because you know that it's beneficial. It's 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 giving you um, heart health and it's toning up your body and teaching you about endurance. And there's so much benefits um, from it. And I thank you, love, that she's going to put in that same work for the areas in her spiritual life that need to be tuned up and fine-tuned and that you're going to re- reveal them and show them to her, Father God, for her, for her benefit so that she's stronger spiritually It speaks strength and courage over her for 2024. And she's going to be stronger in her spiritual life to where when things come to her, they just roll off of her like water on a duck's back where she's like, you know what? If you'd have caught me in 2023, it'd have been a different story. But 2024, I'm not taking that no more. I'm not letting it bother me. I'm just going to do what the Lord says and let that be what it is. So I thank you for that. Let that be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. That's everyone. I'm out of time. I'm glad that it didn't cut off back uh, Wednesdays Randy typically prays over everyone after he gives a message you just call into his number and hit one to get into the queue his calling number is 319-527-6737 thank you so much for tuning in tonight I sincerely love all of you I'm praying for you I pray God's blessing over you and know that God loves you right sometimes uh, Valentine's Day love day whatever you want to call it brings about a sadness to people because they're like, oh, I don't have anybody that loves me. That's a lie from the pits of hell. Jesus loves you and I love you too. Until next time, good night.